You're listening to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Monday afternoon. And since it's Monday, I'm really stoked to welcome back on the program Nathan Solier. Nathan, it's great to see you. How are you doing on this rainy, rainy day? It's black rain. Yay. Oh, great. Much, much better inside, I have to say. Well, hopefully you won't need to brave the rain later on, and hopefully the rain will sort of go away. And and I'm, the rain has stopped, according to according to my sights right now. I'm looking out this the window, and it's not raining anymore on, on broadcast drive. Um, so this afternoon we're talking about something that's been on my mind for a while, and that I kind of mentioned in, in our last show, and that is what happens and what should we do? Should we pull a muscle? And uh, I, I hate admitting to this, but we're not getting any younger, and it tends to happen. And when we're older, you know, we, we pull our back or, or we bend down and we pull our neck. Something happens. First of all, why does it happen? And then we'll talk about what we should do. Yeah. Is it because we're old or getting older? <laughs> well, well it, it's not just that we were getting old. One of the things that um, when we pull muscles and, and, um, uh, and so forth is first, uh, we're, not, we're not strong enough to do whatever we're trying to do. So, you know, one of the things, you know, funny enough, you bring this up because I actually pulled my hamstring about three weeks ago. Oh. And, um, and, you know, and one of the things I was playing touch rugby and I haven't played touch rugby in, in you know, in over four years. And I decided to go out and then and I, I remember saying at the beginning going, I'm going to take this nice and easy. I'm just going to take I'm going to warm up and I'm going to uh, take it, you know, 70 percent, you know, not too hard. And then near the end of the game, about two minutes before the end of the game, I decided to like really open it up and go at 100%. And that's when I pinged it. And I was so upset with myself. But, you know, one of those things, you know, it, it led me to, you know, the conversation that I'm having today. So I know, you know, you know, and I, I've, inv- I've injured myself probably about four or five times over my lifetime. And, you know, one of the things that I get is, is that, you know, if you're not conditioned well enough to be able to do what, you, what you're trying to do, that hurt yourself in the first place. So, like I said, I haven't exercised, um, I haven't trained um, or, or played touch rugby in over four years. There were so many different kind of movements that I haven't been doing in a long while. Um, you know, I am 49 years old right now. So, you know, when you're, you know, you know, with all those variables, it could have been also, you know, being dehydrated. Dehydration also leads to really, you know, muscles that are not being able to be, you know, um, malleable and 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 being able to stretch. Um, so and and of course muscle imbalances as well. So we've had a talk over the years over, you know, you know muscle imbalances. If you're really strong on the front and really weak on the back, then all it takes is just taking that point to an overload where you know something will break whether it's a you know a, a tear of a um a muscle or a tear of a, a a ligament or a tendon or anything like that so um that that being said you know you you've if anyone is is thinking oh you know what you know and, and i got sent a great video the other day from a client you know saying hey look you know this guy says i've got to lift i've got to lift super heavy and i've got to do it to failure and and i looked at this guy and the guy must have been Oh, no kidding. Probably about 22, you know, and I was just thinking, well, you know, when you're 22 years old, you can get away with that stuff. But when you're 42 or 52 or 62, it's a lot harder to bounce back from that stuff. So my, um, you know, my my feedback to you, to what you said is, is like, you know, how do we get injured? You know, if you're already not conditioned to be able to do it, you're going to hurt yourself. If you're not already warm, 
uh, before you play, you, you may hurt yourself. Um, you know, if you are um, dehydrated, um, that will also you know, injure yourself as well. So, you know, all of these factors really do play a part in, um, you know, injuring yourself in the first place. Now, let's talk about what happens when you have been injured, right? When you have pulled that muscle. First things you want to do is rice. Have you heard of rice before? Rest, ice, compression, and elevation. Very good. All right, so that's what you want to start with first on the muscle. So if you pull the muscle, stop what you're doing, rest it. Hmm. And then you need to ice it, and you need to ice it for 20 minutes, and then you'll take it off, and then you'll, after 20 minutes, and then you'll apply it again. You can apply, you know, cold, uh, rest, cold, rest, cold, rest, uh, you know, up to 24 hours after that, okay? The other thing is, is of obviously compression. Compression is really important because that also, um, it, it, you know, with the compression to that muscle there, it, you know, when you compress it and with the ice, it'll, it'll just, uh, it, it'll, it'll start to um, hold the muscle where it's supposed to be. And then when you take the compression off, the blood will flow to the muscle to sort of, help with the healing process and if you're compressing it and then you're and you're icing it and then you're taking it away for 20 minutes and you keep doing this then it allows the, the body to to recover the other thing you want to do is obviously elevate it you know elevating it allows you to um to to allow the swelling to go away from wherever that is and then so that way it'll go back to your you know that the swelling will start to drain down towards your heart so that way the blood starts to circulate around the body. Now, the one thing that many people do when they do get hurt is they want to stretch it. Yeah. Do not, do not, do not stretch it, okay? Because what you've done is you've torn it. And when you've torn it, you know, now you've got like, you know, you can imagine like your fingers up and down, up and down on your hand here and you've torn it. And now when you go to stretch it, you're stretching that out even more. So you could damage it even more just by trying to stretch it out. So do not stretch it first and foremost. Because it's such a, it's it's such an instinct. Like I've pulled my neck before and I think, oh, I'm just going to stretch it out a little bit. Or I've pulled my back a little bit and I just think, oh, I'm going to move it around to make sure that I've got all the emotions. But of course it's painful. And then you end up, like you said, (laughs) stretching it out further. Oh, it could be. You could end up, you know, if you can be, if you're lucky and, and it actually feels better, then you may not have, uh, you know, you may not have torn it, right? So, so you, you may be okay. But if you've torn it, then you're, going to you know, you're only going to damage it more by, yes, by stretching it out more. And I've had a situation where, you know, the same thing, you know, I've, I've, I've my neck has been strained and I decided to stretch it. And it made it worse. It went into spasm. And so when when it spasms, the next step is is you need to go and see some sort of medical practitioner. And obviously the first one you want to see, especially if you've got insurance, is go and see your doctor. And then your doctor will be able to refer you to um, a number of different people for you. So the first one that they may refer you to is a physiotherapist. Now, with a physiotherapist, the biggest thing, and I've seen, I've seen countless physiotherapists over the years, is that you know the physio will generally treat the symptom. So, for example, on my hamstring, they'll start using um, ultrasound on my hamstring, and they'll start doing some massage, and they'll also start doing some light stretching as well. But like I said, 
you wouldn't see a physio until maybe about 24 to 48 hours after the incident. Mm -hmm. So that way it allows that muscle just to sort of, uh, you know, the swelling to go down. down. You might go and see your doctor just to get an assessment, just to make sure that nothing more sinister has happened, like you haven't torn a ligament or, or a tendon or, um, uh, or, 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 you know, if it was an impact sport, you might, you might have broken a bone. So it's always good to go and see a, um, a professional first and then they can refer out to there. And with a physio, the physio will generally treat the symptoms. So, you know, if you've torn, like, for example, my hamstring, they'll work on the hamstring. But what the one that I, I found the best, the best people to be able to work with is, um, is osteopaths. They're and the ones who look at your sort of your spine and sort of are they different? Yeah. How are they different from chiropractors? Very good question. So an osteopath, I can describe them as as a cross between a physio and a, and a chiropractor. So they, you know, as a chiropractor, they generally crack you and they put things into place. But osteopaths don't, don't always crack you. They may just do, you know, muscle manipulation. They may do uh, cranial sacral therapy, which is a little bit of light or, or, or fascia, myofascial release. So what mm. the, um, the, the great thing about an osteopath is, is they, they look at the symptom first and they go, oh, okay, you've got this hamstring thing on, but what could have caused it? And in my cases, my pelvis was slightly out of alignment. Mm. And so I was just asking for that one moment, like I said, you know, with that moment where I just went just a little bit too hard and it, you know, and it tore. So what my osteo has done, he's now just, he, 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 did, he did crack me. But he did a lot of um, massage through my through my muscles. He he did some myofascial release through my um, uh, through the fascias in, in each in the muscles around there and, and in my body, and he just realigned my body up so my pelvis was straighter. And it was funny, you know, because the the you know when when the when the osteo stood me in front of a plumb line, he took a photo and then he did the adjustment. And then after I got back in that plumb line, my posture improved immediately. So. You know, I do. I do recommend. Um, you know, first of all, seeing a doctor first, and then allowing them to refer you out. But I just find the best ones that I've worked with is osteopaths because they're a cross between a physio and a chiropractor. I've done both. I've done a lot of different ones, and I find that you know the osteopath in the middle is your best option to get you back on the track as soon as you can. Yeah. Is it painful when they manipulate your muscles and when they try and like you know? massage it out it just sounds so painful like when you've gone into spasm or whatever and having somebody just sort yeah. of um yeah. touching it is it painful it it can be and the thing is though a, a lot of the you know the, the 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 key for for medical practitioners to is to build the trust yeah and if you don't trust that medical practitioner you're not going to relax so there's no point you know forcing it if you are not going to trust or relax with that person so um, they're, they're very intuitive. They they know when when they can do things and when they can't do things. Um, but the 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 I do recommend finding a great osteopath. Um, mm. At my studio, I have a great osteopath, Etienne Semenay. There's a another um, osteopath clinic in Central called um, Central Healing and um, City Osteop uh, uh, City Osteopathy. They're very good as well. Uh, but then in saying that, there's some physios out there who have spent a lot of time not only just being a physio, but also learning the practice of osteopathy 
and um, and acupuncture and things like that. And, and people that I can mention is like uh, Donna Sutton is fantastic. Um, uh, so, uh, Collins Farmer. So yeah, so people often go yeah. for um, acupuncture as well when they have localized pain or even bone setters yeah. as well for, from a Chinese medicine. Bone setters. <laughs> yep, I, I've seen I, I've seen two bone setters in my life, and um and I to, and I and I have to be really honest with you, I don't really know a lot about bone setters, but I do find bone setters very similar to osteopaths. So they may be like the sort of the Chinese the version, version of, of, of the, yeah. osteopath. Yeah. Um, uh, but the the two bone setters I saw were very very different in their in their practice. You know, one really very went hard very hard on manipulating the joint, and the other one was using manipulation of the joint, acupuncture, cupping, um, scraping. Oh yeah! So wow. we used a wide range of different methods to be able to get me back on track. Um, but as, as to that being said, you know, the one that I find that that gets me back on track the fastest has always been that osteopath. Yeah. And now the last one that I would recommend is a massage therapist. And a massage therapist you would see um, anywhere between, you know, 72 and 96 hours after your injury or maybe, you know, the following week, you know, so that way they can actually start digging into it and breaking up that scar tissue that, you know, that may have formed or it's definitely would have formed if you've torn it. So it allows them to be able to sort of straighten the fibers back out because we've all been matted up. Now what he wants to do is straighten them out so that way, um, you know, they contract, you know, uh, a lot more efficiently and effectively. Yeah. Well, finally, uh, prevention is always better than cure. So, the, the, I mean, the, the million dollar question is how can we prevent? <laughs> I guess w with age, it's hard to prevent. But there are things like you said, Nathan, you are so good at, at not pushing yourself until the final two minutes. But yeah. but in some situations, you have to do certain positions. Like, for example, I pulled yeah. my back when I was vacuuming or no, when I was mopping um, the floor. And when I went to my bone setter, um, he was like, you know, it's a really cold wind today. You shouldn't do so much housework. So he, he was like, you could have prevented yes. this by, you know, by not doing housework in, during very cold weather. So, yeah, how can we prevent ourselves from getting injured? Well, I think one of the things is um, is you, you've got to be able to strengthen your core and strengthen the joints in that core. So each joint has stabilizing muscles around the joint that makes that joint much more stable. If you've hurt yourself, the joint will be a lot more unstable. Mm. So we need to stabilize that joint and being able to do core exercises. And if you go to my YouTube channel, I've got a great exercise called the horse stance vertical or the horse stance horizontal. And that strengthens the spine, uh, the, the, the joints in your spine. So, Strengthen your inner unit, strengthen through through um, the core stability exercises. And remember that with core exercises, it has to be under a load light enough that you don't incorporate the big muscle groups in there as well. So it has to be not only light enough, but it also has to be under a, um, a it, it also needs to work within that less than 70% because otherwise you end up using the big muscle groups as well. Mm. The other one is, is obviously is, is joint mobility and stretching. So you know how you hurt your back. Well, you might actually find that that joint is is actually very is very stable on one side, but not very stable on the other side. So we may need to be able to get that joint a little bit more, you know, a little bit more mobile. So how you do that? You can use a, a number of mobility techniques that you can do. 
There's a really good exercise on my uh, our YouTube channel called the, the McKenzie Push-Up. McKenzie Push-Up is a great one to be able to do for your back. And then that will that will start to mobilize that joint. And then, of course, you need to be able to stretch so that way you can actually improve the, the range of motion of the muscles in your body. Because if the muscles in your body are not to its true range, then what happens is you overcompensate in other muscles to be able to create that movement. So if your muscles are, I'll repeat that again, if your muscles are not are going through a full range of motion of what it's supposed to do, then other joints and muscles will overcompensate so that way you can create that movement. And so if you said when you hurt your back, I would assert that there are certain parts in your spine that are just not moving as well as they could. Mm. So what you do is you overcompensate in other joints to be able to do the movement that you're trying to do. So you need to be able to create that mobility. You need to create that flexibility. And then, of course, you've got to stabilize that joint. And that's the basics. And that's the basics for, 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 for ironing, uh, for, for doing the vacuuming. To be able to go and play sport, then you've got to add the strength and the power into it. So they're the five things, mobility, flexibility, stability, strength, and power in that order. Right. Wow. Nathan, and thank you so much for, for, for your sharing this afternoon. I'm glad you recovered. Your hamstring is, is all right now. Well, it's, 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 90, it's 98% better. That's I'm feeling great. much better now. That's great. So like I said, follow those things. And you know, the other thing that I would also recommend just on the lifestyle pieces is actually getting a good quality sleep, getting yeah. good sleep. It's the foundation of everything. Absolutely. And then also eating good quality food. Because if you're putting good quality food into your body, it it doesn't create inflammation in the body. And it also has what the body needs to be able to repair itself. If you're putting junk in, you get junk out. Exactly. Well said. Well, thank you so much for your sharing this afternoon, Nathan. And I look forward to more chats with you next week. And can you remind our listeners once again about your YouTube channel and your social media that we can follow you on? Oh, absolutely. So if you want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, it is Elite Personal Training Hong Kong. Or go to my Instagram account, which is Elite PT Studio. And that's also on Facebook as well, Elite PT Studio. Excellent. Well, Nathan, thank you so much for your sharing. And I look forward to more chats with you next week. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Bye. Lauren.